0: Uh, Good evening. This is uh, Sir Truck Driver here with you again for a few minutes. We're just going to try making an audio-only podcast here. We have a story or two we might want to talk about. And uh, we're going to see what happens. Got uh, a little bit of background tracking music here. But uh, we're going to get right into it. And by the way, it is still October 7th. And that's in the evening, and I have been going round and round and round, and with uh, technical issues, uh, been having uh, an issue with. I have a, a 10 gigabyte switch here, you know. I do my recording here in my bedroom, and um, I have been having problems. Yeah, I, I, it's a <laughs> I've been going around and around and around in circles with this here, so uh, I got this little 10 gigabyte switch here. I don't I don't even remember who it was by but uh it's been uh, just uh, kind of it's got the loudest fan in the world on it and it is just going crazy and I've got this pod mic here it's a very very sensitive microphone and uh, it's uh I've literally had to just turn it off <laughs> because i mean even i i tried covering the thing up with towels i've tried you know setting a box over it and i just it's just been driving me crazy here so but uh so we got the what we ended up doing is uh we just uh turned everything off and uh we have the uh, the pc and the mac hooked up to the wi-fi because the uh the cable router still works um uh, It doesn't go through um, the switch Uh, for for you know the Wi-Fi doesn't obviously, but the I have a it's a 10 gig uh, switch, so everything that I have that's hardwired goes into that switch and then goes you know the internet comes in through the switch. You guys know how all this stuff works. There's more technical people on this thing than I am, so (laughs) I ain't gonna try to explain the wheel to those who already know how to build a Maserati. So but uh, anyway yeah we're uh we're just uh, uh working a little bit here we did uh, get some of the noise issues fixed i still have a little bit of noise but that is ambient in the background uh it's coming from outside i think there's a some sort of factory or something nearby um it's either that or it might be my uninterruptible power supplies i'm not sure i'm it's the noise gate is killing it and, um, so i for that, I'm kind of happy, but, uh, it, uh, it's earlier, we, it was still coming through the mic, you know, and whenever I would talk, it would uh, carry on uh, with the microphone and you'd hear a little bit of static in the back of the microphone. And that, uh, seems to have, uh, taken you know, taken care of the issue. I just unplugged everything. I do have a window open. It's, uh, it's about 90 degrees here in the studio and, um, it's, uh, I'm here in uh, Southwest Oklahoma and it's been cool, cool enough all day, but I didn't have any windows open earlier because, uh, I had a, uh, one, uh, air conditioner unit in uh, my window here in the, uh, in the studio. And, uh, so I ended up taking the air conditioner out cause I mean, if we thought the, uh, the Ten gig switch and the fan issues earlier were loud enough. <laughs> I'd have to you, you sit there and yell and scream to be heard over the air conditioner. So, but uh, we took that out and put the screen back in. And uh, it's, a, it's a Weather Channel says it's a brisk 47 degrees outside. I have a very very well insulated apartment here, and it is it, it's slow. I, I got a little bit of a breeze coming in through the window, which kind of feels nice here. So. I'm not going to complain about that, but um, so we got those issues fixed for the moment. Uh, I'm just going to have to remember to plug the uh, the switch back in when I get ready to or when I shut everything down here, um, all my recording and everything is is uh, connected by USB direct to the uh, both the PC and the Mac. Um, so there won't be any networking issues there. As I said, everything is, uh, set up through Wi-Fi, So we're good on that point. It's just that pesky switch. I have to figure out where to put it. I got an idea where I might put it. I'm, I'm probably going to see about putting it in the, uh, in the living room, uh, which is literally just around the corner. I just need to get some, uh, longer, uh, ethernet cables and get the, well, I don't even need to get the uh, longer coax because I've already got a long enough piece. But, uh, yeah, so once I get that done, we'll see how it works there. But it's not going to be right away. Um, this uh, this podcast, uh, the the things that I'm doing right now, I'm technically on vacation from work. And I am just going ahead and recording things and getting uh, things set down or set up. And once I get uh, with a full rolling steam going on here um, due to work, I'm only going to be recording uh, probably once every three, three and a half to four weeks Um, because I, I drive a uh, tractor trailer over the road to do the long distance thing as you can tell by my name sir truck driver <laughs> and uh i pull a refrigerated unit uh, which is a very 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 noisy thing i was talking about the air conditioner being noisy <laughs> you get a you know a 16 ton uh, or a 1600 pound uh refrigeration unit grinding away four feet away from the back of your cab and trying to record with that noise there ain't no sound gate in the world that's going to take care of that so but uh so recording in the truck's not going to happen um it's very very rare that i actually pull a a load where the refrigeration unit isn't required to be running so but um that when I do get it, it's kind of nice. I sleep like a log, but I sleep good with the noise, because you know, i I am so used to sleeping in uh, in my truck with uh, other trucks, you know, hundred other trucks idling alongside of me for temperature control and whatnot. But you know keeping the keeping the noise in the truck is good for sleeping, but it's not so good for podcasting. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're gonna switch topics here, and we're gonna go on to this first uh, story here. It's uh, on. It's off of Ars Technica. Um, it's uh, thousands of androids, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, thousands of Android devices come with unkillable backdoor pre-installed. This, uh, I don't think it's gonna uh, involve the most of us. It might, you know, it, it depends on how cheap uh, you go here. Let me read the story here. It says, when you buy a TV streaming box, there are certain things you wouldn't expect it to do. It shouldn't secretly be laced with malware or start communicating with servers in China when it's powered up. It definitely should not be acting as a node in an organized crime scheme making millions of dollars through fraud. However, that's been the reality for thousands of unknowing people who own cheap Android TV devices. In January, security researcher Daniel Millisick discovered that cheap Android streaming box called the T95 was infected with malware right out of the box, with multiple other researchers confirming the findings. But it was just the tip of the iceberg. This week, cybersecurity firm uh, Human Security is revealing new details about... uh, Oh, sorry. Distracted. Something was moving outside the window. Uh, This week, cybersecurity firm Human Security is revealing new details about the scope of the infected devices and the hidden interconnected web of fraud schemes linked to the streaming boxes. Human security researchers found seven Android TV boxes and one tablet with backdoors installed, and they've seen signs of 200 different models of Android devices that may be impacted, according to a report shared exclusively with Wired. The devices in homes and businesses and schools across the U.S. Meanwhile, human security uh, says it has taken down advertising fraud linked to the scheme, which likely helped pay for the operation. They are like a Swiss Army knife of doing bad things on the Internet, says Gavin Reed, the CISO at Human Security, who leads uh, the company's Satori threat intelligence and research team. This is a truly distributed way of doing fraud. Reed says the company has shared details of the facilities where devices may have been manufactured with law enforcement agencies. Human security's research is divided into two areas. Bad Box, which involves the compromised Android devices and the ways they are in, involved in fraud and cybercrime. And the second, dubbed Peach Pit, is related to ad fraud operation uh, involving at least 39 Android and iOS apps. Google says it has removed the apps following human securities research, while while Apple says it has found issues in several of the apps reported to it. First, bad box, uh, cheap Android streaming boxes, usually consisting of less than $50, are sold online and in brick-and-mortar shops. These uh, set-top boxes often are unbranded or sold under different names, partly obscuring their source. In the second half of 2022, Human Security says that in its report, its researchers spotted an Android app that appeared to be linked to an inauthentic traffic and connected to the domain FlyerMobi.com. When Milicic uh, posted his initial findings about the T95 Android box in January, the research also pointed to the FlyerMobi domain. The team at Human Research purchased the box and multiple others and started diving in. In total, researchers confirmed eight devices with the back doors installed, seven TV boxes, the T95, the T95Z, the T95 Max, the X88, the Q9, X12 Plus, and the MXQ Pro 5G, and a tablet, J5-W. Some of these have also been identified by other security uh, researchers looking into issues in recent months. The company's report, which has data scientist Marion Habibi as its lead author, uh, says human security spotted at least 74,000 Android devices showing signs of bad box infection around the world, including some in schools across the U.S. That's not good. <laughs> Uh, The TV devices are built in China, of course, uh, somewhere before they reach the hand of the resellers. Researchers don't know exactly where a firmware backdoor is added to them. This backdoor, which is based on the Triada malware first spotted by security firm Kaspersky, Kaspersky in 2016, modifies one element of Android operating system, allowing itself to access apps uh, installed across on devices. Uh, it then it phones home, unbeknownst to the user. When you plug this thing in, it goes into a command and control seat two in China, and downloads an instruction set and starts doing a bunch of bad stuff. That's where the problem lies. It's all this stuff seems to be in China. <laughs> Continuing on, uh, human security tracked multiple types of fraud uh, linked to compromised devices. This includes advertising fraud, residential proxy services, where the group behind the scheme sell uh, access to your home network, the creation of fake Gmail and WhatsApp accounts using the connections and remote code installations. Those behind the scheme are selling, are were selling access to residential networks commercially. The company's report says claiming to have access more than to more than 10 million home IP addresses and 7 million mobile IP addresses. These uh, the findings tally with those of other researchers and ongoing investigators. You know, Fyodor Yarochkin. Yarochkin sounds Russian. I have to ask Gene about that. <laughs> A senior threat researcher at the security firm Trend Micro. Says the company has seen two Chinese threat groups that have used backdoored Android devices. One that has deep reach, uh, researched deeply. Oh, uh, one that it has researched deeply. The other one is. jeez, uh, I cannot speak today. The other one is the human security, uh, the one that human security looked at. The infection of devices is quite similar, Yarochkin says. Trend Micro has found a front-end company for the group it investigated in China, Yarochkin says. Uh, they were claiming that they have over 20 million devices infected worldwide, with up to 2 million devices being online at any point of time, he says. Based on Micro, uh, Trend Micro's network data, Yarochkin uh, believes these figures to be credible. There was a tablet in one of uh, the museums somewhere in Europe, Yerochkin says, adding that he believes it's possible that swaths of Android systems may have been impacted, including cars. It's easy for them to infiltrate supply chain, and for manufacturers, it is really difficult to detect. I'll have a word about that after I get done reading this story. <laughs> uh, see, then there's net- uh, what networks. Uh, then there's what human security calls peach pit. This is an app-based fraud element which has been present on both TV boxes as well as Android phones and iPhones, Reed says. The company identified 39 Android, iOS, and TV boxes, uh, TV box apps that were involved. These are template-based applications, not very high quality. says says, well, J-O-A-O, I don't know how that's pronounced. Uh, security researcher... At the company, apps about developing six pack abs and logging the amount of water a person drinks were included. The apps uh, performed a range of fraudulent behavior, including hidden advertisements, spoofed web traffic, and malvertising. Uh, the research says that while those were behind the peach pit appear different from those behind Bad Box, it is likely they are working together in some way. They have this uh, SDK that did the ad fraud part, and we found a version of this SDK that matches the name of the module that was being dropped on Badbox, Santos says, referring to the software development kit. That was another level of connection that we found. Human, research, uh, Human Securities Research says ads were involved in making 4 billion ad requests per day with 121,000 uh, Android devices impacted, and 159,000 iOS devices impacted. There have been 15 million downloads uh, in total for the Android apps, and the researchers calculate bad box, uh backdoor was f- found only on Android, not on any iOS devices. REIT said that, Based on the data the company has, which isn't a complete picture due to the complexity of the ad industry, those behind the scheme could have easily earned $2 million in one month alone. Google spokesperson Ed Fernandez confirms that 20 Android apps reported by human security have been removed from the Play Store. The off-brand devices uh, discovered to be bad box infected were were not Play-protected certified Android devices. Fernandez says, referring to Google's security testing system for Android devices. If a device isn't Play Protect certified, Google doesn't have any record of security and a compatibility test results. The company has a list of certified uh, Android TV partners. Apple spokesperson Arshel Philamaka F- says that it found uh, five of the apps human reported breaching its guidelines as the developers were given 14 days to make them follow the rules. Four of them have done so as part of a publication. <laughs> and then it goes on uh, a few other little things. I don't want to go, th- I've only gone through 90% of the article here, but uh, they, they were talking about a lot of the Android uh, tablet um, issues, you know, being able to be hacked. And in the trucking industry, uh, a lot of the big uh, distributors, uh, distribution centers that I go to, when I go through a guard check, the first thing uh, the, the guard does is pull out a tablet, and they take all my information. They take you know, my driver's license number. They take my appointment numbers. They take the uh, the, the purchase order number. You know, they, they they take a whole lot of information, also including my name, Um there's one uh, cold storage company that whenever I check in, I'm in a national database. I can check in in Oregon. I can check in in, in uh, Texas. I can check in in a place in New York State. You know, as soon as I start telling them, you know, my information, I give my driver's license number. She completes my, you know, the guard will complete my driver's license number, my name, and tell me what it is. <laughs> and and that is, it is scary because I, I consider that, uh, to be a, a, a privacy issue, but when uh, you consider how a lot of these tablets and how a lot of these uh, services may have been um, compromised, you know all, all my information is seriously at risk. So I kind of have a problem with that. And um, there's a, there's a, there was a, I can't remember the name of the company uh, about. Uh, four or five months ago, there was another cold storage company that, uh, that got, uh, they got hacked and they were down. They, you literally couldn't go in and make a delivery. You couldn't make a pickup. They were completely shut down for almost two weeks while their tech guys had to go in and clean the system out and, and rebuild everything. And, uh, it, it took them two weeks because, it, uh, I, under the assumption that they refused to pay, um, the hijackers. So they went about it and did it the hard way. I think, you know, they lost millions and millions of dollars on that, but, uh, they included a bunch of security updates and all that. So there, nobody's been able to get into them since, but, um, that sort of thing, um, is it's not a good situation. You know, and that's, that's one of the things that really does kind of bother me about with, you know, the internet and with uh, everything being connected, you know, security is not keep, well, security is keeping up, but businesses are not keeping up with security. And w- when you don't keep up with security, you know, that, that really is, it's disrespectful to the customer. It's dangerous to the customer. And, you know, it's, I, but it, it's, it, it's been gone, been going on for so long now that there, I don't think that there's any way to change uh, or to you know to the genie is out of the bottle and when the genie is out of the bottle you don't get it back in yeah you know, the only way to uh, completely and totally re uh, to reset would uh, to reset would be to actually reset the system wipe out everybody's identity get rid of the drivers yeah you know, the current driver's license system you have all of the businesses get rid of all of the uh, identifiers and start everybody start from scratch and you know, I don't see that happening. But unfortunately, that's that's the way it that's the way it goes. So there isn't much we can do about it, other than sit here and listen to podcasts and people complain about it. <laughs> and uh, I had another story here, but I cannot find it. I've got too many tabs open uh was this it sneaky light bulb security cameras are the next big thing in home security well yeah you know, we'll go ahead and read that combining a light bulb with a video camera makes the perfect undercover spy yeah this is on uh, Fox News and uh I don't even think I'm I'm gonna read it uh I don't think that Anybody here would disagree with me that when that when you look at it and you say that's a bad idea, and when you think about it in context with the story I just read about security, that's a bad idea. And because I, I guarantee, you at some point, this is going to be a, a, an Android app that you can control on your phone, and because you, chances are your your phone or your you know your uh, if you happen to have one of these bad box TV systems, that it gets into your network, bam! You know, China owns you. Uh, it, on the surface, it sounds like a good idea, because that's one of the things when I, I when I drive truck, I am gone for you know the three to four weeks at a time, and while I do have security measures here in the house, I. I would oh, I'm always looking for ways to improve it. So, for somebody like me, I don't think it would be that much of an issue if this kind of product were to become popularly available uh, because it would be kind of nice. You know, because my house is just sitting here empty, I don't have any internet of things in here. You know, the only thing that stays on in here is my uh, uh, uh you know, certain elements of my um, uh, of my technical setup here, but um. i'm not living in it day to day like everybody else is you know my phone's not always consistently connected to it you know my computers i don't do you know web searches and youtube videos except for three or four days a month um and you can easily defeat that by just basically unscrewing the light bulb you unscrew the light bulb boof you're done (laughs) they don't get nothing You know when uh you get done you you're going to leave the house you screw the light bulb back in but the the idea itself is yeah because as soon as it becomes popular it's going to become a target and well you know targets routinely get shot at that's why they call it a target <laughs> but uh yeah, they were talking about, uh, you yeah, know, light bulb cameras are designed to look like similar light bulbs. However, they come equipped with a camera that captures a high-quality uh, image. You can install them anywhere you have a light socket, and they will record everything that happens in your space. You can also watch the live feed from your smartphone or computer anytime you want. Light bulb cameras are the perfect solution for discreet and convenient security. Yeah, well, like I said, I would not put one in my bedroom. <laughs> Uh, let's see light bulb security cameras do have some features you may not be able to get with a traditional security camera yeah i could I could actually see that I've got uh outside my house I have uh you know, lights all set up um, I could see replacing that security or you know, my regular LED bulbs with the security because the, the uh the lights are are uh, you know, yeah, the light sockets are inside a glass globe, which um, I think I would have to probably get new globes that don't have any uh, imperfections in them. If I could find one, but and that would actually be a, a pretty good idea to watch my doors. Um, I don't know whether these have any motion detection, but because I know there uh, in in my apartment there has been. Um, uh, People that, that get in, you know, the apartment manager, uh, maintenance. Uh, once a month we have a, uh, a bug exterminator come in. There's been a couple of times where I've been home and I've got the uh, the bug exterminator knocking on my door at 8 o'clock in the morning after I've been up on a bender. That, that does not help me feel nice. <laughs> but I just tell them, go do your business and lock up when you leave. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's a uh, that I, I, I just i think that uh yeah it's a once again it's a double edged it can be good but humans being humans it'll it'll be done bad so but anyway uh that's really about all i uh all I have here um we're gonna go ahead and see about uh dropping off here uh, uh yeah, bring this up a little bit. We're going to sign off. And uh, I do have a, a website up and rolling. Uh, it is a rolling on dot show. Um, you might be hit or miss as to whether or not you're going to get into it. Um, there is a security certificate issue. And I'm not sure whether that's uh, due to the hosting company or through my... Uh, register uh that my uh, domain registration uh but everybody's closed because it's a saturday night and um obviously nobody's working on a saturday night in the technology industry so but um we're going to see about that um i did uh get uh, some uh, podcast hosting and um, so I do have an RSS feed, and I have reported everything to uh, Podcast Index. And I even, uh, they, the uh, the uh, podcast uh, hosting company that I use, I won't give their name, although I, I, yeah, I ain't going to give their name. Um, they do have the ability to put chapters, and um, there are, supposedly there's a way to do donations, although I... I am not a web designer um so I don't know uh how to uh set up the you know, I have the uh, the lightning wallet but I have no idea how to get the code to put on a website so that uh, you can um you know use an app or whatever to to make a donation If you can figure it out, or or if you want, um, you can go to uh, certruckdriver at getalby.com if you wish to drop a few sats. That would be appreciated. And um, I will be, uh, I might be on tomorrow uh, with some more music, and uh, we'll see what, uh, see what we can do. We'll see what we can come up with. So, We're going to sign off here, and I hope you guys have yourselves a good day or night, whatever time of day it is. You know, remember, if you're going to go anywhere, the only way you're going to get there is by rolling on. So, see you later. Signing off.